It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch yet to Mahomes, does he? Dave Roberts. Backward strike three. Dodgers have won it all in 2020. Welcome to Sports Next, episode 34. I am Henry. And I'm Mr. Hodge. We're back. I know we had a little off week last week. But we're back and ready. Uh, poor timing, too, I guess. You know, the playoffs are started last mm-hmm. last weekend. And, uh, man, uh, well, I mean, I'm not too happy right now. We'll talk a little bit more about it right now. It's embarrassing, to say the least. But uh, let's just start off with, uh, again, you know, we have football still going on. And... Uh, that was week five. We just finished uh, just yesterday. Mm-hmm. We're going to week six. And uh, there's, I guess there's a little bit of big news uh, happening in the NBA. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but let's just start out with the birthdays. And I believe we also have uh, two potential Sports Next Hall of Famers that were retired, I believe, a week ago. And we didn't get mm-hmm. to either induct them or not induct them this week. Uh, so we're going to do that this week. Mm-hmm. Hodge, start out with the birthdays, October uh-huh. 12th. Yeah, we, we gotta we, we gotta start off happy because there's some things going on in the world. So let's let's yeah. bring it, let's be happy and then we'll bring you guys mm-hmm. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we are today we are celebrating Cole Billinger. Uh, Cody Billinger's brother. Yep. Uh, Cattell Marte. Mm, uh, pretty Casey, good player. Yep. Casey McGee. Uh, Jose is a giant. Uh well, so fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take take this birthday and, and chew it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it. He might not be. He might not be that. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. <laughs> we we just transferred on Casey McGee. <laughs> he was. He was in that team. Okay. Yeah. He, he was with the Giants for a little bit. Okay. For like a year. <laughs> okay. So, so does he still get like the um insults? He- and so he got it in 2015. That was a year where he ate a whack. So, uh, you know, yeah, just fuck it. Just because he was a giant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, joining McGee is Jose Valentin, Chris Chandler, Adrian Wilson, and the Darius Webb. Okay. It's all right day, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> now let's talk about the Sports Next Hall of Fame potential inductees. Uh, we got two guys. Uh, probably you guys know who we're gonna, who's a potential inductee. Let's start off with uh, Paul Gasol, former NBA player. He's a first-round pick, third overall by the Atlanta Hawks. He's a two-time NBA champion, of course, with the Lakers. Like in those Kobe and Metal World Peace days. Mm-hmm. Uh, six-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-NBA second team, two-time All-NBA third team, 2002 Rookie of the Year. His career totals are 20,894 career points, 11,305 rebounds, 3,925 assists. Definitely one of the biggest, uh, one of the best uh, uh, Spaniard uh, big men mm-hmm. play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I believe we asked uh, Phil, since Phil unfortunately not joining us this week, but uh, we did ask him, is, is he uh, want these guys in the Hall of Fame? So for Paul Gasol, he said yes. And that's it. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> now, this, is, this was hard for me to wrestle because, um, well, 
well, let's get this out the way. He's not like an all-time great, but he's definitely mm. he definitely um, one of the best players to ever do it. He definitely made his impact on the in the NBA. Um, I did have to remind myself that these numbers are outside of the top twenty-five, especially the points. I think mm-hmm. I think last I checked, he was like I, I forgot where, but it's outside the top twenty-five. Uh, but um, he's made his presence felt. I do believe um, he will be honored. The, the Lakers are definitely going to honor him. They're going to retire number 16. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm, his impact is too great. Um, if he does go into the Basketball Hall of Fame, it may be like much later. He won't be a first-round ballot. I think he'll be like maybe down the line type of Hall of Fame. But as far as uh, us, um, I feel like he's made an impact everywhere he went. And he may not be celebrated as the other legends, but – I think he deserves uh, a spot. So I'm going to say yes for Pau Gasol. Okay. Uh, for me, this was also pretty tough. I mean, um, like you said, you know, he's not he's not an all-time great. He's not, like, I don't know about as far as greatest big men, there's so many greatest big men that played the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you think of him more as what he did with the Lakers, you know. Mm-hmm. There at this time with uh, Kobe, you know, he was – Able to be one of the few players to actually work well with Kobe. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, uh, and, uh, you know, you look at his accomplishments again, you know, he's a former rookie of the year, six NBA all-star and all that stuff. Um, oh, man, I'm still having trouble deciding this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to me, I mean, and that to me tells me a lot, you know, it's not, it's more like, I mean, is it really that convincing, you know, that, Ah man, you're making me the bad guy now. I wish, I wish you would. <laughs> I really wish you wouldn't have made me the bad guy here. <laughs> but um, ah man. Take your time. I mean, for, I mean, for one thing, we're the sports league hall of fame. What does that matter? You know, it's not like we're the all elites, all the elites. But um, ah, I gotta go with no. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paul Gasol. He's probably gonna hate me and everything. He's gonna hate me. Well, look. He's like, I feel like I feel like Michael Scott when he when he snitched on, on Jim's uh, secret. I want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. He he's getting his number sixteen jersey retired. So oh, yeah. who cares? Like, right? He he got oh, yeah. he got Lakers. So yeah, like I mean, he's got those two NBA championships. I mean. Six NBA also, I mean, it's hard to be an all-star, you know, nowadays where there's so many good players around, mm-hmm. you know. So, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I had trouble. That tells me, like, you know what, I, I can't. Uh, no, not right now. <laughs> not right Got now. It. Maybe I'll change my mind next week. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe two years from now, like, hey, you know what, let's yeah. bring that back. <laughs> yeah, you know what, I remember I said this about Paul Gasol. <laughs> well, fuck him still, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right and, and and it's not okay so first of all it's not maybe some people who know me i'm like all right it was because he's a laker huh and no it's not because of that i actually mm-hmm. like those laker teams mm-hmm. <laughs> they're actually pretty entertaining so it's not because he was a former laker so uh let, let's take that out of the let's take that out of here let's get out exactly of here. exactly so uh next one let's go with the next one the Sean McCoy, former NFL running back. He was a former second-round pick, 53rd overall, by the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a former two-time Super Bowl – well, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time first-team All-Pro, six-time Pro Bowler, 2013 NFL rushing yards leader, uh, 2011 NFL rushing touchdown leader, NFL's 2010s All-Decade team. His career totals include 11,102 rushing yards, 22nd all-time. 73 rushing touchdowns, 518 catches, 3,898 receiving yards, and 16 receiving touchdowns. 
I knew he's a running back. Mm-hmm. So, um, one of the old, old school running backs, too, is not even like you know, nowadays where everybody is a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> in the office is a receiver. You got freaking uh, offensive linemen being receivers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> was it Tom Brady caught her? Tom Brady caught Oh, no. Was that Tom Brady? Or was, what did they in the Super Bowl? Caught a Super Bowl? Uh, oh, that, a was, that was uh, Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick yeah. Foles caught, caught a touchdown. <laughs> uh, so, Phil again said yes to Michael McCoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what about you, Hodge? All right, so let's keep in mind um, McCoy's two Super Bowl victories. He that was past his prime, and he wasn't uh, prominent like he didn't play a prominent role in either of those Super Bowls. Like he won one with Mahomes and one with one with Brady, and he's pretty much chilling yeah. on the bench. So, <laughs> so, so, so let's Dude. get that clear. That being said, um, he definitely had it going when it was his time during his prime years with the Eagles. And during mm-hmm. his prime with the Bills, I know he had a falling out with them. Um, again, like um, I, he probably won't be in the same room as like a Walter Payton or Barry Sanders, but um, I think he's definitely made his mark with this generation. And I think he'll mm-hmm. be remembered. I think people will definitely recognize the name, recognize his impact on the game. Um, discluding the two Super Bowls that he <laughs> participate in, I'm going to uh-huh. go ahead and say yes. All right. That's good. That's cool. That's cool, Hodge. I get that. <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, my turn, I guess. Yeah, um, time. I'm gonna straight out say yes. Okay. <laughs> but uh, here's why. I mean, I mean, it's, it's just uh, like you said. Okay, two Super Bowls with those guys. But I guess he was due in a way. I mean, he did so much for a portion of the decade mm-hmm. that uh, you know, so he's bound to win one. You know, and. To be named NFL's 2010s All Decade Team, I mean, as a you know, as a running back in you know 2010s, that's I think that's still a little, uh, quite a bit impressive. And mm-hmm. you think about that era of football and running backs, you think about this name, um, you know, 22nd all-time rushing yards. I mean, it's not like your top 10, but uh, that's still a pretty good accomplishment considering how many players played the you know the sport, and how many running backs they've ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I, I will put him in the sports life hall of fame. For sure, the Shamakoa. Sorry, Pogosol, but the Shamakoa. He's like, sorry, Pogosol's always like, I'm like the basketball version of the Shamakoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two well, NBA hey. championships, two Super Bowls. Come on. I did more than two of those two NBA championships than he did in those two Super Bowl teams. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> six NBA All Stars, six Pro Bowls. It's our rules. That don't make no sense. But let me ask him this Was he in the 2010s All Decade team? Nope. Sorry about that. I haven't seen him in, the, in that list. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to kick off our – sorry? No, we're just trying to make our castmates feel better about what we've done. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cause, well, because Phil, he kind of said, like, definitely yes to Pogba. So he's probably going to hear these. like, what the f- is wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we said unanimous, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's going to kick off our sport, our episode of sports. Thanks. We're going to go straight next to NFL. So uh, watch out for that. We're going to go straight to the, for the goods. And uh, we'll be right back. All right. Week five of the NFL started with our team, uh, you know, the Rams defeating the Seattle Seahawks 26 to 17. That was a Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you take away from this game real quick? Oh. Well, it, it's lovely to see um, Seattle lose any time, <laughs> uh, especially right, yeah. in, their, in their home 
Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a rebounding performance after their week four performance. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely a performance where I uh, where I had to eat crow about the Arizona Cardinals. Well, I'll talk about that yeah. when we get to them. But um, that was a spectacular performance. Um, that uh, Matt Stafford looked a little shaky in the first half, but he got it together. It's not going to be perfect. We we didn't say he was this an untouchable, unstoppable machine. You know, he's mm-hmm. going to make his mistakes, but um, he got through it. And the Rams uh, did, did a good job. They got Robert Woods involved. I enjoy that. Um, Seattle is, is starting to spiral down. Um, it, it, it looks just like USC when Pete Carroll was a coach for USC, <laughs> how it just, right. everything was just beautiful. And then it started spiraling down. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're being carried by Russell Wilson, who is going to be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, um, it's going to be big. That's bad. That's big. Cause he's like the team, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly why they, yeah. like, they need not now. Geno Smith did an excellent job covering up, covering for him. Um, and I don't think it's going to be too big of a fall off if he continues to play that way. But that being mm-hmm. said, um, it's starting to spiral apart. That defense isn't tough anymore. Seattle um, is losing their edge that they once had, which is good for me. You know, I, I enjoy yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing Seattle fall apart. Especially so, when Arizona is right yeah. now is kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely eating crow when I get to their game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I mean, hopefully the rest can keep it up. Stafford, like we talked about, he had a pretty decent game, too. I mean, 365 yards for a touchdown and an interception. So we'll take that, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, especially if it ends on the W. Yeah. And then there was a, a UK game, uh, the, the Jets and the Falcons. Falcons defeating the Jets 27 and 20, which is what, uh, by the way, uh, we both, we all three of us said the Rams. In this mm-hmm. case, we all said the Falcons for this, which, by the way, let's just go before. We started, the score was Phil 35, Hodge was 43, um, 41. So right now, I'm sorry, Phil, <laughs> you know, but Hodge is doing really good right now. Just two away from me. We'll talk mm-hmm. about how where we at at the end of this week. Mm-hmm. But now that's it points for all of us, Rams and the, and the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And then we have the, the Patriots uh, bouncing back again uh, from that loss, uh, the emotional play game against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. They defeated the Texans 25 to 22, which mm-hmm. I mean, the Texans are like, ah, I don't yeah. know about those Texans. We all, we all said the Patriots on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, this next one, I, I got to feel, and the way I feel bad for uh, our, our, our ex boy, uh, Jerry Goff. I know. In the Detroit Lions. That's already two games, I believe, you lose in a, in a field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and the Vikings defeat the Lions 19 to 17, and the Lions are what, 0 5 now? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's just that's just sad. I, this is a gut you know in five because they are in all of these. Well, not all of them. They're in the like most of these games. They honestly should be two and three at the very mm-hmm. least. And um, it's just sad. Like they they keep getting stuff keeps on happening to them. They keep on getting screwed. They keep screwing mm-hmm. themselves. It's like it's like man, like the potential's there. They they have a potential to be an okay team, but like it's, they just keep getting screwed over. So it, it's sad. I feel bad yeah. for them. Hey, you saw you saw their head coach crying during the press conference, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got really emotional. I was like, man, these guys try hard, and for them to lose like that, I mean, the Vikings. Not to take anything away from the Vikings, you know, they played pretty well, you know, good enough for this yeah. one, obviously. Yeah. But um, you know, yeah, it sucks for the Lions. That's all yeah. I can say right now. Yeah. Um, and that fan base over there, yeah. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And uh, well, and this one, I tried to get one off to uh, to golf on this one. I picked Detroit on this one, but obviously it was not it was not my game <laughs> for that uh, one. And I got screwed too. The the Lions got screwed. I got screwed on this one. <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, the Eagles defeating the Carolina Panthers twenty one to eighteen. Uh-huh. That's another big that's another big win for um. We all saved Carolina on this one. And uh, I mean, the, so in a way, the Eagles upset the Panthers on this one. In a way, um, I had a suspicion that the Panthers maybe, you know how you have those teams that wins and like one of them's not the real like winning team, they're fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my suspicion of the Panthers. So I had a I had a feeling they would lose, but I'm like, nah, let me let me give them credit. They're, they're going to beat the Eagles. Turns yeah. out I was wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you my team that I felt that same way about. There's actually two teams, but um, mainly one of them that uh, we'll get to right now. Okay. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, yeah, the Eagles uh, improved against uh, Carolina. And uh, New Orleans defeated Washington 33-22. to A big win there for James Winston and, uh, and New Orleans. We all said New Orleans on this one, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. Um, the next one, another, I believe, 0-5 team. Uh, the Titans defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars 37-19. and 19. Of course, Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence over there are uh, without a win. And that's weird because, I mean, like, Trevor Lawrence hasn't lost <laughs> that many games in a single season ever or even in his entire career as a football mm-hmm. player. Yeah. And uh, so, now you go – welcome to the big leagues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Urban Meyer isn't doing that many favors either. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced that like, – I'm convinced Urban Meyer doesn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, the buck. Uh, go ahead. He's having fun with those, those women in, in those bars. Oh, oh, oh! It's not his yeah. wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry for Phil, but he did pick Jacksonville, and he's not gonna get those points. But what was said Tennessee on this one? Uh, the next one is the Bucks all over Miami, 45 to 17. Brady all up in there, but apparently Brady got a little bit of an injury, but he should be ready to go this Thursday against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good news for, for them mm-hmm. over there. Um, the Packers and OT, how about this game? 25 to 22 against the Bengals. But, uh, I mean, the last couple minutes in this reg- regulation, I mean, both both kickers were going at it, trying to win the game for their teams. And uh, how many misses How many misses did they have? Was it like, five total between those two? Some, some, something like that. Yeah. And in the end, somebody was about to make it. <laughs> and it was a yeah. – it just happened to be Green Bay's Mason Crosby to make it. Yeah, that was a weird game. I, I don't know what to say about yeah, it. It wasn't this was a bad week for kickers in general. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard a lot of kickers just ain't killing kick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah that, that's my well, take from this game. It was just a weird ending. <laughs> How about Pittsburgh finally getting, the, getting it back together over Denver, who won once 3 0, if you remember correctly? Mm-hmm. Uh, so how about that? Uh, let's look at Big Ben's uh, numbers on this one real quick because we were we were very critical of Ben uh, last week, I believe, yeah. or a week or two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He he uh, threw for 23 yards and two touchdowns, you know, at home against Denver. So it's, it's a pretty decent outing for him mm-hmm. for his age. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. he's no Brady, but you know, <laughs> yeah, and a big Najee Harris for stepping up too. Yeah. How about this one? This is the one that the team I'm telling you about that, uh, you know, they were the numbers look good, but uh, they're not really a good team. And they just come out, continue to have your drama. It'll be the Bears and the Raiders. The Raiders mm-hmm. losing this one 20 to 9. 
against Chicago. Yeah. And that's just a big, you know, dramatic week for this is the beginning of the big dramatic week for the Raiders. Yeah. As we'll go as we'll go off in this section. But uh yeah, it was it didn't look too good for the Raiders here. I mean, scored only nine points. You had all this momentum going in into all these games, you know, finally getting it together. There were cars playing. I mean, I made him my player of the week on one one of these weeks. <laughs> and uh, no, but not, not, not yet. Not so fast. We are the Raiders, remember? <laughs> <laughs> so um, the next one, I bought this team, though, but Chargers all over. Well, that weren't all over the Browns. So, I mean, there was just a lot of scoring in this one. Mm-hmm. There was almost no defense. Uh, all Defeating the Browns 47 to 42. But it was also, uh, no, it was just, yeah, it was a good final uh, drive by uh, Herbert. Mm-hmm. Herbert's looking really good, man. And, and yeah. the whole charge, now, they're leading the division now. I mean, uh, the Chiefs, you know, they can win their game, uh, which we'll talk about. But, I mean, the Raiders lost, the Chiefs lost, the Broncos lost, the Chargers won. Yeah. How about yeah. them? Both L.A. teams are have the same records, I guess, I think. Yeah, it's crazy to say, but the AFC West does go through – L.A. <laughs> right now, just, yeah, right. Just when as the NFC East. West. <laughs> yeah, and it's not the Raiders. It's the Chargers. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Herbert, he's the real deal. Like, uh-huh. I did not see him coming when he got drafted uh, last year, but he is doing it. I, I can't say nothing against what they're doing right now. They're, do, they're moving on all cylinders. Like, they're, they're the real deal. Yeah. And uh, we've all said charges on this one, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys are also looking pretty good. How about that? They, I mean, yeah, sure, they beat the Giants. Well, poor Giants. I mean, they lost Saquon. They, they look like they, they lost uh, Daniel Jones as well. They lost, yeah. they, they, they're going through injuries, um, just as the Cowboys were, were last year. Uh, and the Cowboys took, and Dak Prescott took advantage of that, and they look pretty good. They're yeah. also 4-1, I believe. Yep. So, I mean, I guess it's okay to be a Cowboy fan right now. Yeah, um, I mean, if you talk to them, they always love to be a cowboy. Yeah, fan, but this yeah, season yeah, in particular, right. they look good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, so they have Saquon Barkley, Kadarius Tony with an ankle, Kenny Galladay with knee, and Daniel Jones has done the concussion protocol, so he did take a nasty hit. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, all those men. I mean, I feel you got to feel bad also for Saquon. I mean, yeah. he was getting back, and uh, to get hurt like that, I mean, that that also didn't look like a nasty. Little injury, yeah, so that was he might be he might be sidelined for a while. Yeah, they, I they said that he, he avoided tearing it as just a spring, so he mm. won't be out for the year. Like I think they're going to give him a couple of weeks and and he'll be back. Okay, that's good news. Uh, Cardinals they keep on winning. They are, they defeated the San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> and this was I believe the first start for Trey Lance, and uh, he suffered a little left knee sprain, but uh, he will be evaluated by the end of the week. But um, I think uh, I don't I'm not sure if he's gonna start. If it's not him, then you gotta go with what Grappolo again. I think he was hurt, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Um, they are on a bye week, so mm-hmm. oh, okay, so, so they that, got that the should sign. help them out. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe then we'll see um if he's starting, if Grapple's starting or Trey Lance is starting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do want to go ahead and take a quick time to eat crow because um <laughs> several episodes ago I said um the Cardinals moves, although look impressive, won't be enough for them to compete with, with the NFC West, and mm. they're undefeated at the moment. So um, yep. I'm, That's two uh, NFC West teams already they beat. Yeah. Hey, one more. Yeah. So Arizona, you guys can go ahead and talk the trash you want, okay? You guys, 
you guys are yeah. doing that, but um, we we will see you again though. So don't. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah, I mean so Arizona, but we'll see if we we'll get over there. Yeah, nothing to fear. Last I last I checked, you gotta go far in the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. So oh, oh, we'll, we'll see you. Yeesh. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I give them props. So yeah, you did, you did, and then you just smashed it. <laughs> <laughs> I give him um, props. All right, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, this next one was a big game, the big Sunday night game, the Bills and the Chiefs. And uh, what's going on with the Chiefs, man? I'm a little bit worried wow. about the Chiefs right now. Uh, yeah. What did they get? That was hilarious. Hurt, but I mean, you still have probably one of the best, one of the best quarterbacks. I mean, both of these quarterbacks are just really athletic, you know. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, but. Uh, I mean, 38 to 20 loss, and uh, Buffalo's looking like the team to beat in the AFC. Yeah, it's like the scary team. I mean, they already had two shutouts uh, in the season, and then to beat the reigning uh, AFC champ. Oh, I'm sorry. They weren't. Well, yeah, they were the reigning AFC champs like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, Buffalo looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo, um, Josh Allen came to, sh- um, he showed up yesterday. Uh, he did what he had to do to win. The offense looked great, their defense looked incredible. So they made mm-hmm. a statement with that game. Um, um, that's why I didn't start. That's why I didn't start Mahomes this time. I, I started Stafford over Mahomes. Yeah, that was actually a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Mahomes, I'm never going to doubt his ability. He's gonna. He's definitely doing this thing, and I, I still believe when it, when his career is all said and done, if he keeps it up, he's going to be one of the best all time. But um, it's possible that the league figured him out. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. The big concern um, with me is the Chiefs' defense. Um, they are not – they actually ha- honestly haven't been great in quite a while. And um, they was able to get away with it because Patrick Mahomes was playing mistake-free football and now starting mm-hmm. to catch up to them because they have not made any moves, hardly any moves on that defensive side other than resigning their defensive end. So right now, right now, it's like it, – it's like – Patrick Mahomes may have to start bailing them out more, which sucks because the organization should build that defense so they could be competitive. But um, mm-hmm. this is the way it's got to be because the Chiefs don't have a solid defense, and that's just what it is. So they're, they're going to give up some points, and Mahomes may have to start playing a little more discipline moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, which, by the way, both of you guys said cheese. I said bills. <laughs> So I got my I got my game back from uh, what was it Detroit, yeah, <laughs> the Detroit and Minnesota one, yeah, and, and uh, the next one was the Monday night game uh, between the Colts and the Ravens, and how about that up the Ravens? I mean, they were down by how many nineteen points, I believe, yeah, and uh, they came back to finish it thirty one and twenty five in OT, yeah, uh, man, Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, man, he he really lit up, yeah, that was um, that was spectacular. There was no other way I could say it. like. The Colts looked good. Um, they they made a lot of plays. They made a lot of defensive plays because they didn't want that rushing record to go through them. But Lamar mm-hmm. just kept his poise and and um just made some of the one of the greatest. I know I know I'm I know I'm I'm kind of reaching what I'm saying greatest, but it is what it is. One of the greatest performances in the second half that I've ever seen. Uh, he rallied mm-hmm. his team. They just started clicking. Everybody started moving. Mark Andrews got got his. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Marquise Brown got his. Um, yeah, he just was. He just stayed focused and staying calm. 
and they all made that comeback. It was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson with 442 total yards and four touchdowns. And you talked about Mark Andrews, 147 yards for two touchdowns. So, yeah, he had a big game. Um, and uh, I believe Phil's going to almost say Colts on this one. We both said Baltimore. And we finished the week with uh, – remember, Phil started with 35. Now he has 45. So he got himself 10 points. Hodge, you started with 43. Now you ended up with 56, 13 points. You're still in the lead. And then I, I started with 41. Now we I have 54. So I'm still two behind you, even with those little games that I missed. <laughs> well, actually, it was only one, I guess. Um, anyway, um, but now let's talk about our uh, – a plus player of the week, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna go first on this one. Okay. I I thought I had my mind made up, but uh, I looked again at these numbers and I was like, okay, yeah, that, that's pretty good. And because uh, at first I had Josh Allen, uh, who's quickly becoming one of my favorite quarterbacks in the mm-hmm. league. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty good. He's proven that every year he just gets better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you know, instead uh, I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson on this one. Okay. Uh, you look at those numbers. I mean, I just told you the numbers right now you know it's 442 yards for uh four touchdowns uh 37 to 43 that those are those are really good numbers right there and there's, there's you can't get any better than rushing uh he went 62 yards so he mm-hmm. just picked up a total of well almost, almost 500 or i think he picked up 500 yards yeah, something like did. that total yeah, wow. Total. yeah wow yeah that, those are pretty good numbers so uh, I, i'll go with lamar texas my a plus player of the week all right how do you got? So um, usually when I look for the A plus, they practically have to play mistake uh, free football. So that's why even if they've had a good game, they made more mistake. I'm like, nah, I'm I'm gonna move them aside because you messed up. Um, mm. So I have to say this, um, I'm breaking my rules this week because Lamar Jackson just played an awesome <laughs> game. <laughs> I just yeah could not move away. Like he had some fumbles. And he made his mistakes, but um, that was so incredible. I couldn't – I'm giving – that fumble made me give him a pass for what he did dur- during the rest mm-hmm. of that game. So, Lamar, not only my A-plus player of the week, but my fantasy football quarterback in two leagues oh, helped dang. me win both of those leagues with those performances. <laughs> nice, nice. I mean, yeah, whoever had him, I'm pretty sure you automatically won your, <laughs> your, uh, your week. Yeah, and I had Mark Andrews. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's going to get you up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about your F player of the week? I'll let you take this one first. All right. Oh, I love this. Oh, this is going to bring me – so normally I feel so bad, you know, because I don't like to go negative and you can try to be understandable. I have a big smile mm-hmm. on my face for my F player of the week. My F uh-huh. player of the week is Jamal Adams, for, uh, the safety from the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Um, Oh, um, so it's pretty much showing and proving that he's pretty much a hybrid linebacker. Um, he's good mm-hmm. at blitzing and he's good at tackling. He's very aggressive, but this man cannot cover worth a dime. Um, he, <laughs> he got he got hit. Um, Cooper Cup lit him up on a run block, and he he allowed two major catches, especially um, one to Tyler Higby for the end zone for a touchdown. So yeah, you could dismiss his four tackles and. I guess he says five total tackles and one tackle for a loss. This man cannot cover. Um, so <laughs> this brings me joy to my heart. Um, uh, also, hey, Jamal, how's everything going in Cabo? Oh, geez, harsh, man. You were asking for it. I know I am. I should stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> they could no, no, go. No. You're you're pulling off of me when I get onto LeBron, but uh... <laughs> no, these these guys could probably cream me. But hey, <laughs> look, uh, I'm I'm in my room right now. It's nice and comfy. So, and this Jamal is skipping. This is skipping skip Shannon's show. <laughs> exactly, and Jamal is sitting nice and pretty in Kabul. So yeah, so yeah, I, that was that was just a bad defensive um, performance. So. So yeah, yeah, he he's a hybrid linebacker. He's not a cover yeah. linebacker. I mean, not not like he's a hybrid safety, not a cover safety. And and it's been showing the last. I actually remember um last season, the Rams actually kept attacking him with, in the past game, and I was worried because I was like, oh, he's you guys are gonna he's gonna um get the pick if you guys keep throwing his way, and he just looked lost in coverage or either that or he was blitzing. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, Jamal Adams, you get the big fat F. I couldn't be happier. Nice, nice. Okay, so my turn. So you know how I like to stick to quarterbacks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like to blame usually the quarterbacks for teams' loss. Mm-hmm. And one thing I also don't want to do too much is blame rookie quarterbacks. I mean, you could do that, and it's easy because you don't have a bad game if you're a rookie. But mm-hmm. how about being a superstar and being a former MVP and having not being able to lead your team because it wasn't even it wasn't even like you know close in the way. I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I know you. When would you ever see that? When would you ever see someone? But hey, remember the first week we gave uh, Aaron Rodgers the F. And look yeah. how he's been playing. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes on this one. I mean, it was 18 points difference. Uh, I mean, yeah, you gave a lot of credit to the Buffalo defense, but you're Patrick Mahomes at the same time. Yeah. And you have 272 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. 33 for 54. Uh, I, I just I just didn't like what I, how Mahomes played this game. If I was the Chiefs fans, I would be pretty disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are the big games. I mean, you know, you want to play like the you want to play well these games, and uh, and just Mahomes didn't have any answer, and and well, the whole Chiefs team didn't have any answer for uh, Buffalo on this one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this one and and go with Mahomes. It's a pretty gutsy, uh, pretty ballsy one, but. I'm sure because I mean it's not gonna stay like that. You know he's gonna get better. He's it's not gonna be wiped the rest of the year. But uh, yeah. this particular week against this team, when, when he should have really a big game, you know the Sunday night game, uh, he should have played a little bit better than that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I I'm going with Mahomes on that one, okay. and I think I believe that's gonna wrap it up for the week five games. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're just gonna talk a little bit more about like. News going on right now. Of course, the big news going in Vegas with uh, your man Hodge. Dark ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Definitely don't want that. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, big big story short. Long story short, uh, he sent out an email. This was year, 10 years ago. And uh, which was very offensive in a way to uh, Hodge. You know more about this. You read more about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, can you walk us through it a little bit? So um, I still that's don't know for those that's for those who are like me who are like oh, what the, what's going on here? Yeah, so I still don't know exactly who he sent the emails to, but he sent several emails ten years ago, uh, just talking about everybody saying a bunch of racist, homophobic, misogynistic things, um, which led him to resign on Monday um, as the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, he pretty much, um, as far as like the statement. Um, about him leaving the Raiders. He said he doesn't want to be a distraction and he's want to apologize for letting the fans down and the players down. So he decided to just step down and thank everybody for the opportunity. So that's, that was a paraphrase of a statement, but um, he has made several um, statements. Um, he, he back um, 
uh, 10 years ago, he made a um, statement on NFLPA executive director, um, uh, Demarcus Smith. Um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he talked about, um, said something we're referring to was big lips. Oh, um, so I, I just read something here uh, mm -hmm. right now. I was reading it. Uh, it says it was revealed that Gruden sent an email to Allen uh, during the 2011 NFL lockout uh, saying uh, Dunbarton Smith has lived the size of Michelin tires. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, something like that. And uh, he also says about Michael Sam, I believe, or, oh, yeah. or about the, the, the Rams picking Michael Sam back in 2014. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he said, um, he said, um, um, Roger Goodell, I mean, he said, he said the NFL shouldn't have forced um, Jeff Fisher to draft that um, mm. F word. Right. Um, mm. um, and so that got, so yeah, he said that um, he also, it's kind of ironic, by the way. It's kind of ironic because he does. One of his players was the first openly or active or playing, uh, you know, in the NFL team and yeah. roster. Yeah, so, so it's imagine, kind of ironic. <laughs> imagine how he felt uh, when that right. news broke. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he's also um, called Roger Goodell the F word, the F A. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, he um, talked crap about uh, women referees. Um, mm. um, I forgot what he said about them, but um, he pretty much said something along the lines like they don't belong in, in the sport, but he said something way worse than what I paraphrase, right? Um, yeah, he, he said something about them, um, said something about them, and uh, it was apparently they um, um, he was in close contact with Washington because um, his brother at the time was the coach Jay Gruden, um, mm -hmm. and we all remember the scandal what happened with Washington with them, um. Um, um, you of uh, using the cheerleaders as like pretty much like, like, uh, not escorts, but like kind of strippers, and like they kind of mm. took their clothes off and whatnot. So he was receiving pictures of those cheerleaders uh, mm. while they were posing naked. Um, mm. So it, it was definitely um, a big mess. Um, the and I just learned today that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to remove John Gruden from the ring of honor because uh for helping them oh. win the super bowl back in 2002 so um wow yeah yeah and he released a statement a little bit says all i can say is that i'm not racist Green said <laughs> i can't tell you how sick i am i apologize against the dismiss but i feel good about who i am and what i've done in my entire life i apologize for the insensitive remarks i had no racial intentions and those remarks at all but yes they can't i'm not like that at all i apologize but i don't want to keep addressing it I'm pretty much again. He's, he's one of the typical things. So I got caught, you know. I mean, yeah. yeah, a lot of people say like, "Oh, ten years ago, ten years ago, ten years ago." I even saw a comment was like, uh, "Oh, like, are we surprised that Gruden said something dumb or something like that?" But I mean, what? Oh no, it says like someone, someone like other lines like, "Oh, you had like, uh, uh, we had like, and Gruden never said anything crazy." And then I'm thinking like, "Well, you had like Gruden was ever good of a coach?" <laughs> yeah. Like that. I mean, I mean, what, I mean, I, I, I didn't like the beginning from ten-year contract that the Raiders gave him, like what three years ago or something like that. Yeah, I thought that was uh, that was crazy. I mean, considering they were that bad before, you know, I mean, with I, I didn't mind their other coach uh, Del Rio. Yeah, who they pretty much stumped for him, but um, yeah, uh, that's uh, and I'm pretty sure, like, I think the former player uh, Riddick was saying that uh, he's disappointed in him and all of what's going on because he had played for him and everything. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, Unfortunately, I mean, so who who are, do we know yet? Who is going to be the coaching right now? The head coaching the Raiders. Uh, uh, they brought out a name. Let me look it up real quick. 
um, I saw it yesterday. Let me. It is. Um, it is Rich, Pesaka. There, there be there. I go mispronouncing names again. Pesada, Rich Pesada. Okay, who's uh, was he with the team already? Yeah, he's with the team already. I'm not sure what his position is exactly. I don't have it on me, but yeah, he's with the team. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see how that's going to go for him. Uh, uh, I guess he was the assistant head coach and special teams coordinator. Okay. With them. He, he was with them since 2018. So I guess. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, well, it's kind of interesting. I mean, we talk about the Raiders, how well they started this year. I mean, everything looked really good and dandy for the Raiders. And then they lost, I believe, two games in a row now or something like that. Yep. And now they're, everybody's all, all – it looks like everything's normal now. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fact that Chargers are leading the division, and they're in the, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs are in the bottom, aren't they? I think they're like, they're somewhere down there. They're yeah, they're two and three last, now. Yeah, they're last place. Never mind, it's not that normal. But I mean, as far as the Raiders <laughs> are concerned, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty normal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was sad about this situation for me personally, is I wasn't even surprised. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh my god, wait, like, like, he he's a notorious asshole. You know, yeah. like everybody knows that that's that his demeanor. Like you could kind of feel that vibe from him when you look at him. So I, I, yeah. I that's just for me personally. I, I just wasn't surprised. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see how the, it's going to work out for the Raiders because, I mean, they're still in it. I mean, especially we've seen how the how the uh, Chiefs are playing. But obviously we could think you know, like they're not going to last that. They're going to be that bad that year, the whole year. Mm-hmm. For the Chiefs, so but I mean, still it's still open. I mean, yeah, the Chargers are looking even better. The Broncos are like one of those, like uh, you know, they're they're okay right now. You know, they probably need a little bit more mm-hmm. help, but uh, it looks like that the AFC was gonna be a little bit competitive. I think, yeah, as far as both Western conferences, yeah. But um, yeah, it's all bad news over there. For, and I mean, again, they they finally have fans in their Vegas stadium. And uh, it looks like the Vegas fans are, are you know, they're again Raider fans are, are up there. You know, they they were here when they uh, they played the Chargers mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be pissed off about the Raider fan, but at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, you did hire Gruden for a ten-year contract. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you thought you you think you thought Gruden is a good head coach, and you thought Carr was a good quarterback. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough bashing on <laughs> a little bit. Uh, let's just go to week six, no? Let's do our picks. Let's do All right. And uh, let's start off with Thursday's game. Uh, Tampa Bay and Philly. Phil has uh, made his picks, and he's picking Tampa Bay on this one. I'm going with Tampa Bay on this one. What are you, Hodge? Also have Tampa Bay. All right. Uh, Hodge, I have to ask you, Miami at Jacksonville, this is going to be a U.K. game. So it's going to be an early Sunday Sunday morning game. Uh, there should be no reason why. Well, that could go either way, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I know it's messed up to say, but it can. But but I got yeah. I got the Dolphins. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go right here and say, okay, this is going to be Trevor Lawrence's first win. It's going to be okay. in the U.K. So uh, Phil agrees with me. He's in. Well, he's been going with Jacksonville the whole season. So <laughs> there's no surprise there. <laughs> uh, next one, Minnesota. Car- oh, this is going to be a pretty decent game. Minnesota, mm. Carolina. Minnesota's coming off that big win uh, against, uh, well, you know, the big heartbreak win for against Detroit. Mm-hmm. Carolina's coming off a loss. 
Uh, Phil is picking up Minnesota. Uh, what about you, Hodge? This is actually a tough one for me. I don't know. Um, yeah, this tough. This one could go either way. Um, man. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know how this is going to turn out. Um, let's see. I'm a. I'm going to see how real Minnesota is if they could pull this off. I'm gonna pick the Panthers. Ooh, okay. Let's see. Let's see. I will. I will not be shocked, honestly, if if um Minnesota beats them, especially if Dalvin Cook comes back, which they should probably rest him for another week, honestly. Well, but um, well, for me, I want to see how good Carolina is. I'm going with Minnesota. Okay. So Phil's also going with Minnesota on this one. <laughs> But how about this next game? This is going to be a good one right here. Char- yeah. Let's see how good the Chargers are against Baltimore. Baltimore picking up that big win and, of course, that all the momentum from Lamar Jackson. Uh, and, uh, and of course, Chargers, I mean, we they're playing really – Herbert is playing the potential MVP this year. Actually, both of these quarterbacks are. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, I gotta, I'm, this is a tough one for me. Um, ooh, uh, I, I'm going to have to go with Baltimore on this one. Okay. All right. And uh, Phil's going with the Chargers on this one. Okay. But Hodge, who you got on this one? All right. Yeah. Man, Lamar is so dangerous. <laughs> he is, yeah. I mean, the tight end, he's probably one of the best tight ends in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to chance this, and I'm going to pick the Ravens on this one. Okay. But, Either but, way, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. I, it's going to be a throwdown, so – Honestly, yeah. I, I won't be surprised if the Chargers pull it out, but um, I'm going to go with Baltimore. I hope they pull it out in a way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one. Oh, I'm, I'm going to guess everybody's take here on this, this one. The okay. Rams and the Giants. Rams. Rams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not it's that like, tough. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, especially with tough week that, uh, you know, the Giants had with losing all those players. Yeah. And, well, Macy's mainly Saquon. You know, well, he, I don't even think – them healthy would have made much of a difference, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's going to be uh, – we're all going with the Rams on this one. And uh, this next one, we got Houston at Indianapolis. So, and Indy looked pretty good against Baltimore. They they had it. Yeah. They blew it, but they had it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you got, Hodge? Uh, by the way, Phil's going with Indianapolis. Okay. Um, I hope Indy isn't too affected by the loss. I know they're 1-4, and, and it's discouraging. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you something, Indianapolis. You're not the Texans. Okay. I got Indianapolis. I'm going with Indianapolis, too, <laughs> on this one. Uh, next one's going to be, uh, well, let's see. Kansas City can bounce back. They should be able to. They got Washington this week. Washington's coming off a loss. Mm-hmm. Kansas City's coming off a loss. Um, and uh, I'm going to have to go with Kansas City on this one. They're going to bounce back on this one. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Phil's going with Kansas City also. And I also go with Kansas City. Like, okay. If they don't do it here, I mean they're they're not gonna not win games, but if they don't do it here. Uh, you could call it. You could almost call it a season for them. It's gonna be tough for them to rebound. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, next one will be Green Bay Packers at Chicago Bears. Green Bay, of course, taking that OT, a strange OT win against uh, Cincinnati, and uh, Chicago taking that big win, uh, looking pretty impressive against uh, the Raiders. And uh, Phil's going with the Packers on this one. Um, this is, this is going to be a little bit tough. And they are in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But uh, Rodgers is always going to Rodgers, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going with Rodgers on this one and the Green Bay Packers. All 
I'm going to also go with the, the Packers. Yeah. In a not convincing win. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, next, what is uh, Cincinnati at Detroit? Cincinnati, of course, were victims of that uh, strange game against the Packers. And uh, Detroit, a victim also of a, you know, kicking, uh, you know, field goal kicking uh, loss. Mm-hmm. So, but in Detroit, of course, they need a win. They're desperate for a win. They're going to be at home. But I mean, Joe Burrows looked pretty impressive over there since he, uh, and uh, what do you got, Hodge? Man, I feel like um, their coach getting emotional during the press conference is going to recharge that team. Right. Um, now, I, Detroit will win at some point. I just don't think it will be this game. I got the Bengals. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to. That's why I wanted to be kind of be like, you know what? Detroit's got this. It's going to be the first win. But the way the Bengals have been playing, they're playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way. There's, I mean, I don't, I don't see Detroit being any any way convincing at all. Mm-hmm. Even though some of those games were close, but I still don't see it that way. So I got to go with Cincinnati on this one too. Yeah. All right, here we go. Arizona at Cleveland. Of course, Arizona five and zero. Cleveland uh, pretty, uh, lost last week to. Uh, who was last week to? Yeah, oh, the Chargers. The Chargers. Okay, yeah, that's right. That was a shootout over there with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be in Cleveland. Uh, Phil said uh, Cleveland over here, and um, I'm going to go with Arizona. Yeah. Um, yeah. Arizona's going to keep it going. I got Arizona. Okay. And next one we have uh, Dallas at New England. Philip has uh, chosen New England as well, but Dallas has been red hot. Uh, New England has been pretty decent. They've been okay. They haven't been awful, but they've been decent. Mm-hmm. But uh, – who do you got, Hodge, on this one? I got the Cowboys. Yeah, I got the Cowboys as well. They, uh, I mean, Prescott's look pretty, uh, pretty good. I mean, Ezekiel is also looking pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they're looking like a team that wants to win it and gets a, a bounce back this week, this this year. Yep. Now, this is going to be in the way. It's almost tough. The Vegas Raiders and the Denver Broncos, of course. Uh, we got to see how Vegas is going to be with the new head coach. Um, how they're gonna play, you know, with all that. Uh, I mean, I know Gruden left because he doesn't want to be a distraction, but I still feel like it's in a way it's gonna be a bit of a distraction even with him without him there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see how Carr can can perform under a new head coach. I mean, it's not like he's hasn't been in a team. He wasn't that team, like I mentioned. He was a special team, but he was a special teams coordinator. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna take over? But uh, Philip has chosen the Raiders. Um, I'm gonna go with Denver. I think right now the, the Raiders are a little bit too probably distracting. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going. I'm also going to go with Denver. Okay. And now Seattle with Pittsburgh. There's going to be another one that. Well, actually, uh, like we mentioned earlier, Wilson Wilson's hurt. Pittsburgh took a impressive win over uh, Denver, I believe, uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil's going with Seattle. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'll, I'm also going to go with Pittsburgh. Okay. And last but not least, we have. Uh, Impressive Buffalo going against Tennessee. Phil has chosen Buffalo. Hodge, who do you got? I got the Bills. Yeah. I got the Bills as well. I mean, like I said, right now, Josh Allen is playing pretty well. The whole team is playing. Like, man, they're going to – they could easily take it all away right now. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going with them too. So, uh, we'll see about that. It's starting this Thursday. It will be the, the Buccaneers and the Eagles. Yeah, we're going to start off. Hodge already has a two-point lead this, this – <laughs> So far, mm-hmm. Hodge has a lot of catch up. I mean, Phil has a lot of catch up. So uh, we'll see. 
And uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna continue this uh, in a bit with, of course, uh, some baseball news, which is a uh, sad news, or well, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be right back. All right, so the MLB playoffs are in full effect right now. Uh, since we skipped last week, let's start off. Let's let's go back to last week. We had the wild card games. Of course, we talked about, you know, it was the Yankees and the Red Sox going for that American League wild card. And then we had the Dodgers and the Cardinals going for the National League wild card. And uh, let's just go with the Red Sox defeated the Yankees uh, in the wild card to advance to play the, the Tampa Bay race, the AL East champs uh, and the reigning American League champs, Tampa Bay race to advance to the American League Division Series. And the Dodgers defeated in the walk-off, uh, they defeated the San Louis Cardinals uh, to advance to the Division Series to face their rivals, the San Francisco Giants. And I believe it was the first time since, uh, in a long, I think since moving to California, to moving out west, that these two have played each other in the playoffs. So that's pretty, that's big. And then it so happened to be only a five-game series, but uh, uh, that's, that's, what happened a little bit last week, but now let's go to this week. I think uh, the playoffs began on the third last Thursday, and uh, where we have some finals. We are recording on 10, October 12th. It is a Tuesday, so some finals that we have is uh, Boston defeated uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, American League uh, reigning champs, three to three to one, and uh, that that was a uh, came out of nowhere too. I mean, Tampa Bay were for a while competing for the. I mean, Boston was competing for the wild card. Tampa Bay. Just ran away with the vision for a while, and then all of a sudden now, I mean, they they look pretty good. But I think what I saw the difference between last year and this year, they didn't have some of those key pitchers that they had last year. I mean, remember they traded Blake Snell last year. Mm-hmm. Tyler Glass now, I believe, was hurt for the rest of the playoffs, so uh, he didn't get to pitch much. And Boston, I mean, they had that uh, Keegan Hernandez was a uh, was their walk off winner back in uh, Game Three, I believe. They set him up for that, you know, clinching game, mm-hmm. and that uh. They ended up winning it uh, yesterday, a month or yeah, yesterday three to uh, six to five to advance to the American League Championship Series. The Astros finished up the White Sox today uh, with the ten with, by routing them ten to one, and they're gonna go to their fifth straight ALCS. And I believe they're gonna face the second time they're gonna face the Red Sox in the American League Championship Series. So that's not that's been a nice little rivalry right there. And within the National League right now, it looks like right now uh, the Braves are close to closing out the National League Central Champions, Milwaukee Brewers. And the, Bra- the Braves are getting ready to uh, advance to their second straight NLCS. Uh, so that's another one. I mean, the Brewers were dominate. They dominated their division for sure. I think the only team that they dominated their division in the National League. And they're just, uh, they're down a game uh, run on right now. They're in the top of ninth, I believe. Still no, not a final yet. Um, but uh, it looks like the Braves are going to, Take that one. And, uh, of course, we got to talk about this one, which I'm going to take personal for now. Uh, mm-hmm. The Dodgers and the Giants, who are right now going to start off game four of the NLS, NLDS. The Giants are leading two to one. So uh, let's start off. Let's, let's talk about this. I mean, game one, it was Bueller against uh, Logan Webb from the Giants. It was in San Francisco because they ended up winning the division. And, uh, the Dodgers just got shot out. I mean, it wasn't even that uh, pitching was poorly. I mean, sure, we had Bueller. He gave up a couple runs. And, uh, you know, but uh, there was just no hitting for the Dodgers. For a team that, you know, we have the talent to do it, to get no hits and uh, to be shut out that way, it was it was not fun. It was in the way – at that point, I was like, okay, what's well, game one. We could bounce back easily. 
let's not push it. I mean, we, we're we're good. I mean, sure, it's a short series, best of five, mm-hmm. but uh, we should be okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially because uh, game two, we're gonna have uh, who do we have game two? Urias. We had Urias pitch game two, and he did pretty well. So the Dodgers won that one. They routed the the, the Giants, I believe. They finished it nine to two, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Urias got himself some couple of hits. So I was, all right, we're back in it. It's one one. And we're gonna cut. And then the, now we had the home field advantage. The Dodgers have the home field advantage. They came back yesterday on Monday, and they're gonna have Scherzer, one of the most dominant pitchers in the last ten plus years, along with Kershaw. Which Kershaw, by the way, uh, he's hurt for the rest of the playoffs. Mm. So we're not gonna have that. But still, we still have these pretty decent rotation. And Scherzer didn't pitch too bad. I mean, he get all, it finished one to zero. But again, the Dodgers were shut out for the second time this series, and that's. That, to me, I thought that was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that, again, like, I know you're probably going to think I'm crazy, but I'm not convinced by the Giants. <laughs> Still? There's no, there's no way that they're that good. And I feel like, I mean, the reason why, I mean, they're, okay, their pitching was pretty good. They shut us out. But that home run, it wasn't for that home run, which I think was more the win. They cost everything. And then the, that it was just, like again, Scherzer didn't pitch bad. He just gave up that one run. You know, I think mm-hmm. it was just our offense that was just bad. Uh, and that's just how they've always won, you know. And uh, I, I don't think that was a difference. That's been a difference so far in these playoffs. But, I mean, now we're Dodgers are back 2-1. That means we're going to – even when, when we win today – notice I said when. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to go back to San Francisco and face the guy, the same guy that, you know, you know shut us out the uh, game one. Mm-hmm. And um, so – our backs are, are, are against, our, you know, we, we're losing right now. Uh, and, uh, and um, you know, that's, it's, uh, well, right now the game four just started. Yeah. Zero, zero. And there's a final right now. So Atlanta's going over to the NLCS to play the, the winner between the Giants and the Dodgers. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I just thought it was embarrassing. I mean, it's, how can you, I mean, not just that, uh, the, the starter for the Giants yesterday, game three, was a former Dodger. Alex Wood, who shot out the Dodgers and uh, the Dodger hitters. And uh, you just got to wonder what, what's going on with the lineup. So it's one of those, the Dodgers have always been the lineup that is a game that they, you don't know what you can get out of the lineup. They could get shot out like that. And then in the other game, they're going to just score like 10 plus runs. So yeah. if that follows, I mean, we're hoping this is the game that they're going to follow up with yeah. you know, 10 plus runs. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, uh, another bright spot is like, hey, last year we were down three one in the NLCS, and we came back from that series three to one. So uh, you know, that's the one thing that gives us hope, and uh, that's that's about it. Uh, that's all we could do right now. But uh, I mean, we got to win this. <laughs> that's all. There is. <laughs> you don't want to go out the rest of the postseason knowing that we lost to the Giants in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's all bad. So you pretty you pretty much said you guys are going. Dodgers going to win this one. Um, mm-hmm. it, do you have a concerned bone in your body based on, on what you've seen the first two games? Because obviously, um, actually, sorry, first three games. Obviously, the Dodgers dominated game two, so they could mm-hmm. definitely do it. But is there any concern coming into this game, which already has been started as we're recording it? So uh, a couple things. So. Again, the lineup, you don't know where the offense, like what offense we're getting today. You know, we're going to get like somehow like we forgot how to hit today. That's uh, that's what we're wondering about. Like, you know, what kind of lineup, what kind of offense are we going to have? But right now we just finished the top of the first. It looked like a pretty top 
a quick top of the first, just now the Dodgers going to hit. So that, that's that's encouraging right there. That means, which which brings me to my next one. The, the starter for the Dodgers is Walker Bueller, who pitched game one, and that was on uh, Friday. So you're giving them a short rest. Today's a Tuesday, so short rest for a starter. They said, like, hey, you know, we got to win. So the one thing is, like, you know, a lot of people are questioning it, like, oh, you know, like, why would you throw him in? Just save him for game five. But we don't know there's going to be a game five. We got to win. We got to win this one. And the, the way I see it also is, like, uh, you you uh, you live by your, your best players or, you, or you're going to die with your best players, you know? Mm-hmm. You write those guys, you know? Yeah. So whatever happens, it, it, it's because you put in your best players. Yeah. You, they took you there, and you're going to go with that. And, um, I mean, uh, Bueller wanted it to pitch this game. He wanted he wants a redemption, and uh, he, he looks like a – because he blamed himself for the first game one loss. Mm-hmm. And even though we didn't have any hitting in the offense, so uh, he blamed himself. He's like, oh, this one's on me, but, uh, you know, I guess in this way he's saying, hey, I got this. Let's do this, you know, and uh, set up game five over in San Francisco, which will be taking place on Thursday. Uh, sure. But uh, that's the only concern I have. So now we have, that's the only division series now still going. And hopefully continue to keep going. <laughs> um, so like I mentioned, the Braves just have uh, defeated the Brewers and they're going to the NLCS to face, I mean, either a rematch against us or facing the Giants in the NLCS. Okay. But that's, that's the way the playoffs are going right now. And uh, the Astros, like we mentioned, the Astros are going to their fifth straight ALCS. So, I mean, we could talk a lot about, you know, the way they cheated us in that one World Series, but uh, they're doing something, especially in the win today, because their star shortstop is becoming become a free agent. Mm-hmm. So, that's, you got to think about maybe this is the last time the Astros got this much of a chance mm-hmm. to go. And um, they eliminate the White Sox, who also uh, dominated their division over the American League Central. So, you got to wonder about the White Sox. And they have one of the most veteran uh, managers that in the game. So, um, it's all bad for the White Sox. So, um but they still have a pretty good young team. Not a good young manager, but a good young team. <laughs> mm-hmm. They still have potential. And uh, as far as the Brewers, uh, it's another – they fell short again. I feel bad. They all, they're another good team. They look like a pretty decent team. But but uh, I guess uh, they had one of the top pitchers in the game who could win the Cy Young, but they only had two top pitchers, and it looks like in the playoffs, you got to do it with more than two pitchers, at least three, mm-hmm. the way that the Dodgers are trying to do. But uh, that, taught, that teaches you right there that you need two more than two pitchers. Yeah. All right. That said, I mean, we'll keep you posted right now. We, they just went to the bottom of the first, still zero zero. Uh, I'll keep this right now, but obviously, you know, it wouldn't matter because it's not like you listen to this live, <laughs> at least for me. Uh, and uh, we'll get back with you and talk about some UFC. How about this? We got some UFC going on. We had UFC fight night this past Saturday, uh, October 9th at the UFC Apex. Uh, not no disrespect to these women, but unfortunately, I didn't watch any of it. Um, and uh, so, but it was a headline by women's strawweights Marina Marina Rodriguez apparently defeating uh, Mackenzie Dern, who both were up in the good winning streaks, pretty impressive winning streaks for both of these women. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mackenzie Dern was coming up with a four four fight winning streak, and Marina Rodriguez uh, with the now has a three one uh, fight winning streak. But of course, before that, she defeated Michelle Watterson. And Amanda Rivas. So, and now she defeats Mackenzie Dern. It was a, it was a unanimous decision for her. Mm-hmm. It went all the way. Um, I guess the three last fights went all the way. All unanimous decisions. But I didn't get to like I mentioned. I didn't get to fight. I watched this fight. I didn't get to fight either. But um, 
uh, I didn't get to watch his fight, and uh, but I believe Haj, you this was the only uh, fight you watched. Uh, talk, yeah. talk about this fight. Um, this is a really solid fight. Um, both these ladies are brought it. Um, I what it came down to, at least for me, it was um, who was more effective, and um, and um, uh, Marina was without question the most effective in that fight. She um, um. Uh, she landed more punches, way more significant strikes. Um, I felt like I felt like Dern was trying to find herself in this fight a little mm-hmm. more than um, Rodriguez, and I um, and so um, she wasn't as aggressive as the one of the fights I saw. I think it was, I forgot how many months back that was, but um, but yeah, um, uh, Rodriguez was like the aggressor, um, mm-hmm. and uh, she she landed the most fight, uh, landed the most punches. Most strikes. Uh, McKenzie did have some key takedowns in this fight, but it wasn't enough. And I, if I was in the judge panel, I would definitely give it to um, Rodriguez over Dern. So okay, it was also the fight of the night. Uh, was when we received the honors 50, 50 G's bonus. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you said that was a good fight, and I guess, then I guess it was a pretty decent card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, catch weights. We had Randy Brown defeated Jerry Gooden in the unanimous decision. We have flyweights, Matthews, Nikolai defeating uh, Tim Elliott. And uh, which, by the way, I mean, I don't know if you, we play, you play fantasy football. I'm sure it's on ESPN. They also do the pickums on UFC, which I've, okay. which I've been playing a little bit. I've been playing a little bit. Uh, and some of them, I, I don't think I was very successful in this one, but I think uh, one of them I scored like 80% or something like that. So nice. I almost got it perfect, but uh, it's pretty fun. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't know why I'm, I'm announcing for ESPN, but uh, I mean, if you want to try that, that's, that's pretty cool to do too. Cool. Since uh, we don't do pickups here in the UFC, only 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 the main events. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, women's flyweight uh, Maria, I, I like this. I like pronouncing this name. Agapova, defeating <laughs> Sabina Mazo. I, I like saying Agapova. I don't know why it sounds fun, but she defeated uh, Mazo in the submission rear naked choke yeah. in the third round, fifty-three seconds in. Yeah, I, I kind of wish I saw that fight. I wanted, yeah. I wanted to see what how that went down, but it is what it is. I have stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's a wait. Uh, Chris Gutierrez defeated Felipe Colares in the decision, split decision. Uh heavyweights Alexander Romanov defeated Jared Vandera in a TKO punches in the second round. Featherweights Damon Jackson defeated Charles Rosa, which uh, I think is one of the picks that I got wrong. In the unanimous decision. Women's strawweight Lupita Godinez defeated Silvana Gomez Juarez, the submission arm bar in the first round. And lightweight Steve Garcia defeated Charlie Ontiveros with a TKO punches in the second round. Some performances of the Knights went to Lupita Godinez and uh, Maria Agapova. So it looks like the women got themselves some money on this fight night. Yep. So congratulations to these women. Mm-hmm. Nice to see that. Thank you, Ronda Rousey. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Go. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next one, the next fight night is going to be another uh, women's headliner. Uh, so that's good to see. I believe it looks like it's the no. Actually, there's two women fights on this one. No, three. Three. Yeah, looks like three. Uh, women's featherweights. Aspen Ladd defeated Norma Dumont. I mean, versus Norma Dumont. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about all that yet. But uh, it was supposed to be uh, Aspen Ladd versus Holly Holm, but I believe Holly Holm had to uh, pull out due to an injury. Mm. Oh, she was supposed to fight Dumont. So uh, Aspen Ladd is the one who uh, came in. Coming in to fight uh short notice, I believe, too. Mm-hmm. Fight Norma Dumont. 
Aspen Lad right now, last fight was against Yana Kunitskaya in the TKO. That was back in December. So uh, she's going to she step up. And then uh, Norma Dumont, uh, she's, she has a two-fight win streak against Felicia Spencer and Ashley Evans-Smith. So, um, yeah, it's going to be the headliner right there. And then we also have the co-main event, Andrea Arlovsky, the veteran, and uh, versus Carlos Felipe. It's going to be a pretty nice heavyweight fight. Lightweights, Jim Miller against Eric Gonzalez. Women's flyweight, Ma- Manon Fioro versus Myra Bueno-Silva. Middleweights, Julian Marquez, who uh, was, was called out uh, Mighty Cyrus in that one time in the post-fight interview to, for a date. <laughs> uh, he did that. <laughs> versus okay. Jordan Wright, which is going to be a good fight. That looks like a pretty decent fight right there. Uh, yeah. Both guys are pretty decent. Um, middleweights, Andrew Sanchez against Bruno Silva. Walter Waits, Danny Roberts versus Ram- Ramazan Emiv. Women's flyweights, uh, veteran Siraja Eubanks versus Luana Carolina. Featherweights, Nate Landwehr versus ooh, Lud- Ludwig Klein. Uh, Betweights, Dana Padgerel versus Brandon Davis. And Estela Nunez versus Ariane Carnelosi. So uh, that's the fight. Now it's a pretty decent fight card. I mean, it looks like, a, you know, at least it's a nice stack card. Hopefully none of these fights get canceled. Yeah. I think they were able to give uh, Norma Dumont a fight still, mm-hmm. even though Holly Holm couldn't do it. So, uh, and then uh, I believe we still have two more weeks for UFC, two, which is going to be a free fi- uh, pay-per-view, UFC 267, Bajoix against Teixeira. Okay. And by, I mean, by free, I mean, you know, there's no good, there's not going to be any, uh, you know, you just have to have ESPN Plus and then you'll be able to watch the pay-per-view. Okay. So that's pretty cool. cool. And I believe it's going to be, it's, but it's going to be an early start time because it's going to be in uh, Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. Probably like about 11 a.m. or something like that, mm. maybe. So uh, if you want to watch some pay-per-view, then you got to wake up early for that time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I should ask this question when Phil's here, but I'll just ask anyway. Um, uh-huh. So is Rodriguez up for a title fight now? now or, or do you think she will be um, after, after her fight with Dern? Uh, you know what? Let, let's uh, we gotta take a look at that right now. I would I would look it up right now with you right now, uh, because uh, you gotta look at where she's ranked right now. Or who's the champion right now? It's I believe that's the Wailing Chin versus uh, Rose not not number Jamas. Yeah, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, she is currently now the number six uh, ranked uh, woman strawweight, and I believe she was gonna pull up because uh, this is from August. She she probably go up a, a number. So she could be nice in line. Uh, they're very well after uh, Rose and um, and uh, you know uh, what's her name um, with the Rose and Willing Chin. So uh, mm-hmm. she could be up next um, okay. for that. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to watch. But I think right now we still have Yana Zerzevic. Uh, she's ranked at number three. Carlos Barca on top, and Yang Xianen are also on top for. Uh, Marina Rodriguez. McKinsey Dern was, now she's going to obviously go down. So, yeah. I mean, you still got to wonder what Carla and, jo- and Joanna are going to be at. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I would see, I would like to see Marina, Marina fight either one of those two, Carla or Joanna. Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, we'll see where the next uh, UST is. Um, but those fights, hopefully I can watch that card. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're going to, I know we usually don't talk about NBA anymore after this, but uh, we're gonna, there's been a couple big new stories. Well, mostly one that's really eye-popping right now, which uh, I'm going to have to have Hodge explain a little bit right now to us. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, we'll be right back. All right, real quick, before we start jumping a little bit more into the NBA, uh, Dodgers did score in the bottom of the, of the inning, the first inning, 1-0, right now they're in the top of the second. But um, that's a, so far a good start, better than, of course, uh, yesterday. <laughs> I'm a little bit, I mean, it started off pretty well. Mm-hmm. But okay, let's start off with that with the NBA. Uh, we, I know we have some games going on, some uh, preseason, but I don't want to dig into preseason games. Um, yeah. There's something bigger going on in the NBA, apparently, that uh, I don't know. I mean, I know some places talked a lot about it, a lot about it, but uh, not more than I thought they, they should. You know, this is kind of in a way yeah. from the headline, it sounds kind of pretty, uh, pretty big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so here's the headline: X 18 X NBA players charging four million dollar healthcare fraud scheme. Um, Roger, I think you know a little bit more about this, so uh, why do you take it away a little bit here? Yeah. So um, I'm angry because I don't have the list on me of the names, but um, yeah, 18 former NBA players pretty much um, they were arrested for uh, for pocketing 2.5 million dollars uh, from mm. from the NBA's health and awareness uh, health health and welfare benefits plan um, um, in a scam. Um, it, it included 18 NBA players, including um, one of the NBA players' wives. Um, so the NBA players that were involved were um, um, one of the best defensive players ever, Tony Allen, um, of the used to play for the Grizzlies. Um, mm, yeah. f- former Lakers guard, um, Shannon Brown, and um, Former Celtic and Clipper, um, Glenn Big Baby Davis was involved mm. in this uh, big scandal. I don't know how they did it, but they got busted and will be charged. Um, and they'll be going to court pretty soon. Um, let me see. They, I th- they said one instance. I, I think the wife, by the way, was is Tony Allen's wife. If I, I might, I may have gotten that wrong, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna just check this. I was saying one is it's um an ex uh, player was playing basketball in Taiwan where he supposedly was getting forty eight thousand dollars worth of root canals and crowns oh, and ate a teeth at uh at a Beverly Hills uh, dental office in December 2018. So if, if you read the article in on NBA.com, it they they pretty much talked about how the players like it's pretty much like um, scamming. Um, and having reimbursements of, of thousands of dollars going their way. So um, it was pretty wild. It definitely caught me off guard. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you think the – I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I didn't probably watch a lot of the NBA.tv or the NBA sources or, or news channels or media sources or NBA.com. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's on the NBA.com, but, um, yeah, you know, or, or even ESPN, uh, I, I haven't been watching a lot of – but, I mean – even that, because it, it sounds more like it's, it's in general a big news. I mean, it's not just a sports news. It looks like a sounds like a, something that should be mostly in a lot of news media. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, is this like, I mean, is NBA? I mean, when way NBA has been pretty good at just sweeping things under the rug in a way. Yeah. Um, well, with some uh, some conspiracies that we that I've read, I've read about as, <laughs> as at least, but. Uh, is that is that one of these things that you think that oh man it looks it looks like the NBA is just like really not trying to touch it that much or something? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like for me the NBA is trying to like they they want it they pretty much are trying to sweep it under the rug. Like I don't think they're gonna the players are gonna get away with anything, but they're trying to block off um 
as much a much bad press as they possibly can. They want everybody focused on the 75th anniversary of NBA and and mm. uh, we're gonna do this and that and and they don't want this type of um um pressure on them because 2.5 million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah and I don't yeah. know I don't know how they got these players got together and said we're gonna do this, this and that. That's that's crazy or allegedly excuse me. Allegedly. Yeah yeah that's 18 players you know it's like, <laughs> I mean that's more than it's almost a team right or how many are on an NBA roster that's at least three and a half teams I, yeah. I know there's no such thing as three and a half you bear with me people we're <laughs> <laughs> just talking about we're talking about okay three teams uh, for, for all those people <laughs> yeah wow well, well I mean well I guess it's one of the things we gonna hopefully to keep I mean at least some new sources would keep us up updated on this stuff yeah what's going on here uh but that's pretty big um and then um uh, another story i mean with uh obviously we all know about the you know the, the new york i believe in some states like even california like indoor places you're required to have uh vaccinations and stuff like that and mm-hmm. one of the vaccinations is one of those things that you know people are gonna either be okay with it or really not be okay with it yeah. And uh, in this case, I guess it's Kyrie Irving who's saying like he doesn't want to get the shot, and he's playing for the Nets and in New York for Brooklyn. And in New York, you have to have your shot to be indoors, even if you're an athlete, even if you're someone famous. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people are wondering, I was like, well, what's going to happen with Kyrie when you know because he won't be able to play these games? So uh, that's exactly what's happening. You know, I guess Nets announced Kyrie won't play or practice with the team. So uh, that's it's already a big coming into a big downfall right now for the for the Brooklyn Nets, and I get it why in a way why you know your own personal opinion whatever about the vaccine and stuff, but uh, in a way you're in a team and you're trying to win a championship. So uh, what do you mm. think about uh, Kyrie's uh, decision here? I think um, because um, he's in the NBA and he's entitled to his opinion, but and. Rather, rather not he should take it or not, that's not that's not my business. You know, I've got my own thing going on. But mm. if you're playing for NBA team, um, you're, you're going to have to do what you got to do or else you'll be sidelined. And, and um, without this, uh, his situation is as crazy as Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins ended up taking the vaccine. Um, mm. uh, he, uh, if he, if, um, if the Nets didn't suspend him, he would be banned from um, he would be banned from New York games and pretty much San Francisco games and like maybe two other states. I mean, it's two other cities. So he would not be getting that much action if the Nets did not suspend him. So um, mm-hmm. um, I would honestly, for him, want him to reevaluate where he's at and um, probably see what what he what he needs to do to get back on the court because um. It is what it is. It's the situation. You want to play, you got to get the vaccine, which um, yeah. honestly, Brooklyn don't need all those players anyway. They could just move on with Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, you know, they're, they're already a talented team and do they really want the distraction there? I mean, you already have a couple of players that are look like they, they're easily distracted or you could get easily distracted with, you know, talking about Harden here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, they they want to win a championship, and I know sometimes you some players are like, okay, you know what what, what matters right now is a championship. Uh, you know, that, let me not be selfish and 
do this, you know, for my team. Mm-hmm. I'm sure even though, you know, they, they feel like, you know, they had the talent, they still want him in the team. <laughs> yeah. So that's a tough part about him. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what Kyrie's going to decide. But uh, I believe in the Andrew Wiggins you're referring to is, uh, you know, if he would have not had it, they wouldn't have paid him this amount of money that he that he's owed, right? Or, for you know, something like that. So he said, you know what, okay, I want my money, so I'll give him my shot. Yeah. I, I, I um, San Francisco has a strict uh, policy. COVID policy, so he would have he wouldn't have been able to play any games in San Francisco had he not um taken the the vaccine and forfeit his money, right? Yeah, I believe so. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, you know what? I want my money here. Give me the shot. Yeah. Give me two of them, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you think Kyrie should just like either take the season off or just retire? Oh man. Well, the way it's looking, like if he takes the season off, I don't think it's going to be any different the next year. You know. Yeah. At some point, like, because I mean, if we notice about vaccines, you know, usually, like, sometimes before, like, even to go to school, so when you're, you know, in the medical school or, or you know, those early schools, you have, you have to take certain shots to go to, to enter that school. So, mm-hmm. look, some of these vaccines, they, they're going to become, you know, requirements for a good while. And um, especially with the NBA, you know, they don't want, you know, something like, you know, COVID, you know, they don't want to have to deal with that, bad, especially in the sport like basketball, where you're constantly making contact. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, if he's going to just, if he's just not okay with that, then, I mean, retire. I mean, I'm just, you don't want to tell a player to retire, but at the same time, it's like, what else are you going to be doing? Mm-hmm. True. You know, that's, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he has a championship. I mean, it depends how he feels about his career at this point. True. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's one of those we have to keep up. And right now, uh, as we speak, it's the bottom of the second, still 1-0, I believe. What it looked like, uh, the Dodgers got away with it with, with a couple guys on base in the top of the second. So that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, Dodgers got to keep up on this one. <laughs> they got to win this one. It's a win to go home or stay home right now in this case. <laughs> They're in Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's where we have three teams that are invited to the LCS. And we'll see next week. I mean, by this time next week, we're going to start talking about the LCS. Four teams is going to be down to four teams. And uh, can't wait. We're going to have a – hopefully – hopefully and it's not like the basketball one where I was just going to wait to get rid of our intro. In this case, <laughs> it's like if we do, I mean, we're going to have to eventually get rid of this intro, which is going to be sad. But, um, you know, at least we can replace it with uh, another uh, Dodgers. I want it all 2020. Oh, this one, 2021. <laughs> with Joe Buck. Uh, all right. Well, in that case uh, – Tune in next week and thanks for tuning in to this one and we'll see you guys next week.